Hello and welcome to the first podcast of Call Your Broker. This is Matthew Strzok with Treadstone Risk Management. Uh, also joining me is Giovanni Mancini from Treadstone Risk Management. And I also have John DiMartino here from Liberty Benefit Advisors. Uh, this podcast is uh, meant to provide you with information with respect to insurance, risk management, benefits insurance, and a little bit of everything else as well. So uh, go ahead and say hi, guys. Hey, Matt, thank you for having me on here. Uh, you know, the goal of this over the next few episodes that we put out is really just an educational piece, as Matt was saying. Uh, the purpose ultimately will be able to give us some quick answers and provide some of the information that you might be looking for that you can't quickly get to by calling your broker or by getting all the one of us. So that's really the purpose of this going forward. Yeah, I'm John DiMartino from Liberty Benefit Advisors, and, and you guys are totally right. Uh, there's a lot that's changing in this marketplace. Uh, not just with me, as it's specific to health insurance benefits, uh, but also in the marketplace as a whole. Uh, we're seeing a, a huge shift in the way people are beginning to think about their benefits, their insurance, and ways to mitigate their risks. Um, so we really we just want to have a conversational way to express some of these new ideas to you and let you know what types of things are, are changing uh, and, and what our thoughts and ideas are about those things. Great. So uh, I know the first question people are going to ask is, uh, you know, what what is our back what is our background? What uh, brought us to insurance, um, and kind of what we bring to the table? So uh, do you want to kick it off, Gio? Sure. Uh, essentially, what qualifies us to be talking on this podcast, right? The my background is I've been in the insurance industry from the minute I got out of uh, my undergrad studies. I graduated from Drew University. In 2010, I double majored in economics and political science. I, I played baseball over there at, at the time in my life. But when I got out of school, I was looking for something to get into. And the, insur the insurance industry just appealed to me. Um, it was something that was easy to get into and I could quickly pick up. Uh, and I got lucky with the people that I was involved with inside of the industry. They taught me a lot. So I spent the first four years uh, at a small retail agency in Union County, New Jersey, and we were acquired by a publicly traded company shortly thereafter in 2014. Um, I rose to the director of the public entities division there at that publicly traded firm, and shortly thereafter, you know, we Matt and I had come to the idea that it was time to start our own agency. Uh, it was started in September of 2016 with me officially uh, launching it in January of 2017, and um, since that part, you know, it's been a it's been a certainly an interesting and wild ride so far, but I, I would do it over the same way again. Uh, currently, I'm about to finish up my master's in insurance management and risk management from Boston University. So balancing the whole starting a company and, and uh, finishing graduate level education has been uh, cumbersome for sure. But again, it's been certainly rewarding. And, and then John, uh, how, how, did, how did we get you here? Yep. So uh, not terribly different from many of the people that are probably going to be listening to this podcast. I started college as an accounting major, uh, right? But I went to school during a time when we were hit by a huge recession, uh, and there really wasn't that many accounting jobs to come by. Uh, little did I know, Temple University, where I went, uh, is actually the risk management hub, uh, not just of the city or the state, but of the world. It's actually the premier risk management program worldwide. Uh, and at the time, they had a 99% job placement ratio. Um, so without a doubt, I knew exactly what I was going to be doing to finish up college. Um, so it's there that I started getting into uh, an employee benefits-specific education, uh, where believe it or not, I was actually trained to be a benefits consultant. Uh, after graduating from Temple, I started my career at uh, Brown & Brown Benefit Advisors, uh, which is formerly LDP and Grinspec, uh, two public sector powerhouses in the employee benefits arena. Um, and there, uh, I think within the first month or so, I was designated the healthcare reform specialist. 
Lucky you. Uh, I know. <laughs> I know. So, so I'm really good at delivering bad news. You don't know. <laughs> Um, but that, for a young professional, uh, I couldn't have been more grateful because that allowed me uh, to get out there and, and do what I like to do, and that's speak to people about things that are affecting them, especially big things. Um, so <clears throat> so I had the ability to go and speak at uh, ASBOs all up and down the state of New Jersey, multiple conferences, uh, multiple private events as well. Uh, and, and as a 23-year-old, I mean, that was a huge opportunity to be a guy who was the keynote speaker uh, for arguably the most important piece of legislation uh, that's ever come out. Um, so, so I spent some time with Brennan Brown. Uh, I moved to a much smaller agency for about a year. Uh, and then right around that time, uh, Giovanni, Matt, and I all kind of had the same idea separately, uh, but together, that you know what? Maybe it's time to start our own brokerage. Uh, the way the marketplace is changing, uh, we think there's a huge incentive to think a little bit differently. Uh, and, and ultimately, you know, that's how we all came here today. So uh, I feel like I'm the odd man out here because uh, these guys straight out of college um, pretty much knew the track that they were getting on professionally. Um, I was uh, kind of the typical case of someone who had to bounce around a little bit before I really found a home. Um, so I went to Tulane um, down in New Orleans. Um, it was uh, four years of fun but also hard work. Um, I was a biomedical engineering major. Um, and the uh, you know everyone asked me, you know, how the heck did you get into insurance? when you were majoring in biomedical engineering and I tell them it just makes the math easy uh, but uh, yeah so after I finished up at Tulane uh, I came back here uh, to New Jersey where I was raised and um, that's where I decided to kind of figure out what the heck I wanted to do so uh, the uh, the first job that I had um, was in you know the bio field and biotechnology field um, I very quickly understood that I was going to be a lab rat for the rest of my life unless I got a PhD or something like that and uh, I found out that uh, the guy who made most of the decisions in the place was wasn't even a scientist. He was actually uh, had an MBA from Harvard. Imagine that. Yeah, <laughs> um, you know. So trying to talk science with him and, and get him to, to uh, make a decision obviously was a little bit of a chore. So um, I pretty quickly understood I had to kind of branch out and maybe you know go do something else. So I went and got my MBA at Fairleigh Dickinson University. Uh, I had a number of financial uh, sector jobs uh, that included uh, trading on Wall Street for a short period of time. I ran a bank branch, um, and then I just kind of fell into insurance, uh, which uh, actually is, you know, we talked a little bit about how the insurance industry is changing. Um, both these guys here are younger than I am. Um, this is becoming a little bit more the norm where people actually move into insurance as their first choice, um, whereas the, the kind of the old guard was a lot of people, uh, you know, just kind of bounced around until they ended up in the industry. So um, I, I worked at Brown & Brown um, just by happenstance. I got recruited to work there uh, with one of their retail uh, shops, and I was also uh, a a friendly competitor of uh, Giovanni's as I ran our public sector shop, our public sector property and, casu property and casualty shop for about uh, six years. And um, the uh, look at being in a big broker, um, you know, don't get me wrong, I mean, they gave me every single tool I need to be successful now. Um, but uh, it's it's a changing world. You're, you're going to see a lot of these big shops really start to have to compete with small brokers. Um, so that kind of leads me into the next question is, uh, Gio, um, what kind of really compelled you to kind of strike it out on your own? Because I know a lot of people, um, you know, it's a big, big hill to climb or a big mountain to climb of fear uh, to get out there on your own. It was really, uh, you know, a proof of concept, right? So I had went and always been involved in that small retail agency uh, model until we were purchased by the big publicly traded firm. And I always had thought when that happened, there was going to be this, you know, magical uh, 
bevy of options for things that were going to make my life easier. And I ended up just finding out that for the most part, my day-to-day operations and the way that I went about business remained largely unchanged. So I said to myself, well, I see this rapid consolidation inside the marketplace. The independent agent was constantly being bought up by these larger conglomerates. And it was really just economies of scale. Where can we cut fat and where can we uh, you know, leverage that into increasing our, our shareholder profit? Um, and for me, it was, I said to myself, all right, but the talent still has to be there in order for the clients to remain. So uh, if I could look at the way that the industry had been set up, there were a lot, a lot of my competitors were, were older than I was. And I said to myself, there was devoid of young talent within the industry, uh, and not just young talent, but specifically inside of certain niches, uh, industry niches. So I said to myself, let me go identify the people that I think are going to be here for the next 25 to 35 years with me, uh, and let's see if we can or I can convince them that this might be a good idea for us to to band together here and provide uh, opportunity for each other by essentially giving proof of concept to the clients. I I thought to myself, uh, if I could get all the young, educated professionals under one roof and uh, we could tackle these things together, it would uh, give a little bit of confidence to the clients that were maybe a little bit concerned about coming over to somebody who had just started their agency at a young age. So when I looked at the three of us, I said to myself, you know, I thought that we were it. There wasn't a lot outside of us as far as young talent in the industry. And uh, if we could all come together and, you know, kind of figure out a way to uh, get the ball rolling on starting an agency, we would have enormous opportunity going forward. Did you have a similar perspective, John? No, very similar. Uh, on, on the benefit side, uh, there was a couple challenges initially, right? So uh, I can't do it alone. I need a team. Uh, and I need a team uh, not just to go out there and, and meet with the employees, uh, but someone to service these employees day to day. I mean, one of the things uh, that I definitely took away from my time at Brandon Brown is that service is of the utmost importance. Most definitely. Right? So starting your own company, obviously, like, how do you scale it uh, so that you have a service team? Right. And, and because I had a lot of great connections and a lot of great relationships within the industry, I was able to assemble a team of about five individuals, aside from the three of us, uh, who now work to service every client that we represent. So that allows us to do what we do great, uh, which is consulting, which is, which is uh, looking at the big picture, uh, and then have a team there to support that, uh, to make sure that the employees are taken care of when they need to, uh, to make sure that uh, the spreadsheets are done, uh, to make sure that anytime there's a problem with the insurance company, someone responds immediately. Um, so that was my biggest hurdle. And once I figured out how to climb that hurdle, uh, I had to access information uh, US-wide, right? So not just here in New Jersey, uh, but if there's something changing in Pennsylvania or New York or somewhere else where I could potentially have a client, I needed to make sure that I had the economies of scale to service them, right? So through- well, not, not only that, but if it changes there, it's probably going to change here, at least in some, some way, shape, or form. No, definitely. And, and some of the things that I took away from uh, what they're doing in Pennsylvania, for example, I'm applying to some of our, our uh, clients and prospects in New Jersey. Right, um, especially in Western PA, they're they're miles ahead of where we are right now. Um, so by learning from that, you know, I'm able to apply some of those same um, tips and tricks here, I guess. Right. So so once I figured out how to get like a national affiliation uh, and a team who could help me handle some of the things like healthcare reform, um, some of the uh, uh, smaller laws that we're all familiar with, FMLA, HIPAA. Um, then I was comfortable moving out on my own, right? Because I knew I had uh, all the T's crossed and the I's dotted. Mm-hmm. Uh, so from there, all we had to do was go out there and uh, and meet new people. 
Yeah. Uh, and that that's exactly what we're doing now. Yeah. Um, so it's been fantastic. Yeah. And I, I think um, I recognized while I was working with a big shop that um, there's really kind of a, a gap that we're really looking to fill. Um, you know, a lot of the uh, a lot of the senior statesmen within the industry, you know, they they were hustlers, uh, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago, um, but they've they've really kind of been uh, cemented in place or or at least you know established to the point where they don't really have to you know hustle the same way that we do. Um, and I think uh, that's something that we're looking to bring to the table here with this podcast is to really kind of um, you know question the question uh, you know how things are done or at the very least bring you some little tidbits here and you know you can you can ask yourself or you know uh, this is going to be a little tongue in cheek to use the name of the podcast but call your broker right um, find out um, you know if if we've thought about this you know have we looked at it is it an option so I think we're, we're going to be able to bring you some really good information here going forward with the series and um, we're looking forward to talking with you. Thank you. Great. Thanks. Take care, everyone.